Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Alltech, providing you proven specialty ingredients to maximize pig health, sustainability, and profitability. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Healthy farms by Bioverse, your manure management experts. Contact us for time and labor-saving solutions. L-Biotics, the pioneer postbiotic for digestive health in pigs. Brought to you by Adair Biome. With over a century of experience in postbiotics for digestive health, L-Biotics contains heat-treated lactobacillus cell bodies and their metabolites. Stable by nature, L-Biotics can be easily stored and incorporated in compound feed. I'm your host, Clayton Chastain, and today we have with us Maddie Winsley, a PhD student at Kansas State University. So Maddie, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes, of course. So my name is Maddie. I'm originally from Michigan. Um, would have came out to K-State for my master's degree in 2018. Uh, completed that in 2020, just before COVID. And then um, I'm looking at wrapping up my PhD with the swine nutrition team um, here in November. So, so quite shortly. Um, most of my research or all of my research during my PhD has been on the wean pig and looking at opportunities pre and post weaning for um, better preparing them for that weaning transition in order to reduce, uh, reduce morbidity and mortality. Gotcha. So let's talk a little bit about that research. I read one of the studies that you sent me about different sire lines testing early versus late maturity. Would you mind going into that and telling us a little bit about that? Yeah. So this one was a fun one because there's not a whole lot of research in this area. Um, and so the goal was really looking at common industry struggle that we um, see is the first 7, 10, 14 days after weaning, uh, that pig really struggles to get on their feet, uh, low feed intake, we have increased morbidity, mortality. And so um, the question was, as we look at genetics and how that's evolved over time, and we see selection towards um, faster growth and better feed efficiency in the finishing period, is that potentially impacting how that pig then gets started after weaning? Um, and so that's kind of uh, the brainchild, so to speak, um, behind where this experiment came from. And then we added on a couple layers of trying to understand not just growth performance um, in those pigs, but also some stress response um, characteristics. And so um, for this study, we uh, took two Duroc sire lines, um, and from each of, or from one, we selected the highest indexing early maturing um, boar, and then from the other line, we would have uh, selected the highest indexing late maturing pig. Um, and the goal was to create a drastic difference in growth performance from birth until market. Um, and so we were able to successfully do that. And so proof of concept, that worked great. Um, and then on top of that, what we wanted to see was um, not just lifetime growth performance, but also understand um, initial feed intake post weaning, um, and then look at some blood cortisol measures. Um, and so when we looked at uh, feed intake um, immediately post weaning, uh, what we observed was that those late maturing pigs for the first 14 days in the nursery um, had 
significantly reduced feed intake compared to that of um, the early maturing pigs. Um, and this feed intake difference really carried out through much of the nursery and into the finisher um, up until late finishing. Um, and so then when we looked at that initial feed intake and we took um, looked at how that then impacted initial growth performance, what we observed in the first three days after weaning is that a much greater percentage, I think it was right around 40 percent um, of those late maturing pigs um, lost body weight compared to that of the early maturing pigs, where only about 5% of that population lost weight. Um, and so that paints a really nice picture. They're eating less. Um, they're, they're losing a little bit of weight, um, have poor gain initially after weaning. Um, and then the other piece of this was then trying to get an understanding of, okay, so um, is this solely just related to genetics or genetics is going to play a really big part of it, but is this is it behavioral? Is it stress related? Trying to get a better understanding of that. And so what we did is prior to weaning, we took baseline cortisol levels on a subset of pigs. Um, and regardless of sire line, um, they had right around a 30 um, cortisol level. Um, and then when we weaned those pigs 30 minutes after that same set of subset of pigs was removed from the sow, we went ahead and, and drew blood again and looked at cortisol. Um, and what we observed was that the late maturing pigs had a more significant increase um, in cortisol levels compared to the early maturing pigs. So we we're seeing more stress, lower feed intake, poor gain. Um, but the important thing also to point out is um, while that early maturing sire line had improved growth performance throughout the entire nursery and the very beginning of the finisher, when we look at the bottom or the, the end of that growth curve, um, we see a shift where that late maturing pig starts to have um, diminishing returns and that early maturing pig starts to have improved growth, feed efficiency, um, et cetera. And so um, really talking to um, the, the folks that we worked with on this project, thinking about um, the ends of the curve, right? And so what we saw is that by shifting the end of the curve, it impacted the beginning of the curve. And so um, that's really become one of our qu big questions as a result of this trial is why is that happy happening? Because we wouldn't anticipate if we shift the feed efficiency, growth performance in late finishing, initial thought is that it wouldn't impact the beginning of that curve right after weaning, but we are seeing the whole curve shift. And, and so that was really one of the, the biggest findings or most interesting findings from this study for us um, and begs more questions for, for future research, really. Gotcha. So I think that kind of answered kind of the first question I had. So you don't really know at least why they're having these or why they're more susceptible to this negative impact at weaning. Um, mm -hmm. But so I guess my next question then would be, what do you think the next steps are in this? Are you planning on doing, or is your team planning on doing any more research to try to dive into that, to try to figure out more of that mechanism of why those late maturing pigs are more susceptible at weaning to stress? Yeah. So me personally, I will not be um, just looking at wrapping up my, my degree program, but um, there has been discussions within our group of um, looking at um, other treatment structures and designs with this same early versus late maturing. Um, and also the, the, um, 
companies that we worked with on uh, this trial, um, they've started to ask themselves the same question of why is this happening? And so they're, they're going into their own um, systems and um, testing that for themselves and trying to get a better understanding. And so I think that's a really great first step because they're ultimately the source of those, uh, those genetics. And so um, for us, when we think about opportunities in this area, um, some of the things that we've posed is, can we do the same comparison late versus early and then put these pigs under uh, a health challenge model? Um, how are these pigs then responding to that? Um, also looking at potentially um, wean age differences. So do we know that increasing wean age um, is becoming more is, is important is becoming more and more common in the U.S. swine industry. Um, and so the question becomes, do those late maturing pigs need a later wean age than that of the early maturing pigs? And so um, we've talked through a couple of directions as far as future research. Um, and I still think there continues to be a lot of opportunity just in the whole stress area of things. Um, and so I don't know specific direction, but there's definitely conversations. Gotcha. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Elbiotics, the postbiotic pioneer that helps maintain a healthy gut in pigs. Heat stress can start at temps as low as 75 degrees. Combat heat stress with Chemtrace Chromium. Visit chemin.com forward slash swine heat stress today. Purina Animal Nutrition, where R&D meets ROI. Life Start Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition. Distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. What's next to move your business forward? Purina's team of pork industry professionals can help you find solutions that work as well in the barn as they do in the research lab. Let's find a solution together to get the results you need today and in the future. DSM can help you prepare, protect, and support resilience in your piglets providing local swine expertise and complete, tailor-made solutions to help you achieve your vision. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of pig care. Yeah, with uh, the two genetic lines, you always have, I mean, those studies are always difficult because it's kind of hard to there's know exactly, since there's definitely more genetics rather than just the maturation piece about what could be affecting it. But what I did like about it was that it kind of like highlights the importance of stress. Cause I mean, like from when I was looking at the results, it was like 40% weight loss for those late maturing pigs. And it was like only five for like the early. So there's like quite a large, like 35% yeah. is quite a big difference there in weight loss. Yeah. So like, yeah, it just, it just, it just goes to show like how important it is um, to kind of minimize that stress genetics as well as from a management standpoint to try to get those pigs off to as good of a start as possible. But um, yeah. yeah. So I appreciate you coming on the show and, telling us all about these studies. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And to everyone else, thank you for listening to Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we are constantly on the lookout for the latest updates in swine nutrition. And if you have a swine nutrition related research trial that you would be able to share on our podcast, please send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com and we would love to talk about your research. See you later.